You're listening to Marketing Mastery for Schools with Mara Roberts. Quick, practical tips to grow your school. Hello, everyone. Um, thank you for joining me on the video. So today's video training is going to be on web website management, um, everything behind the scenes in terms of managing your school's website. So in the group, in the Facebook group, we said that this week we'd focus on the behind the scenes website management, and then next week we'll be focusing on the actual website and the appearance and what you can add, elements you can add to your website to make it successful and looking at your site structure and all of that. Okay, so as part of this um, video today, I'm going to be creating a website management checklist that you can work through and that will be available in the um, school's marketing toolkit at the bottom of the blog post. And you can opt into that. And each time I do a video or podcast and I have, if I have a resource to add that I um create as part of that video or podcast then i'll add it to the marketing um the school's marketing toolkit and you can get it there okay so let's get started on your website management i'm going to go through a few key principles that you need to look at each month um, or on a regular basis for your school's website and i'm going to be creating it on a sketch pad we'll go through a sketch pad as we do it so i'm just going to quickly switch my screen and show my sketch pad Okay, so um, we're looking at your website, your school's website management. Okay, so the first thing that we need to look at when managing our school's website is your site structure. And this is kind of like fundamental basics to the approach you should have to your website. So schools often have the problem where they have kind of two main audiences that they need to attract, um, appeal to on their school's website. So on the one hand, they have their parents that they need to um, you know, give information to. There's news articles, uniform shop hours, etc. And then they also have prospective families where they actually want to try and get them to you know, put in an inquiry and enroll in the college. And this is a huge problem for the school's marketer because um, if you have a thousand visitors on a website and 800 of those are prospective parents, you're kind of torn um, between your messaging. Your messaging isn't clear. It's kind of trying to tick all the boxes. So you'll have a landing page with some enrollment information and then you'll have some uniform information and information for current parents. And it can get very messy and unclear to the website visitor. So I suggest if you want to create a fantastic user experience for your website visitors is to actually create a separate site for your current parents. And this can be a subdomain or a different site and you need to kind of uh, train your parents that all the content and information that they need is, is on that um, separate website for them. Okay. So there, in that step, what you're doing is kind of getting your current parents off your website. And then the next thing that you need to do is that you actually need to focus all your content on your website um, on prospects. 
So that means the language that you use, the videos that you choose, the opt-ins, the content, all of that is focused on prospects. And everything on your website is geared towards them taking the action that you want them to take. So this simple system over here is going to help you immensely when it comes to the clarity on your website, avoiding clutter, and actually getting the results that you want. The next thing that you need to look at for your school's website is conversions. <coughs> and when I visit school websites uh, and I say, you know, if I speak to a school marketer and I ask how is your website performing, I find that a lot of them don't actually have the numbers to know what's performing, what's working and what's not working. So the first thing that you need to do in, for conversions, to measure conversions, is set up something called a goal in Google Analytics. Okay, and so to set up a goal, you'll need something called a unique URL for a thank you confirmation page. Thank you page or confirmation page. And so let's take the example, if someone books a school tour on your website, and the, the, what needs to happen next is that they need to be redirected to a unique URL that's not used for anything else. And at that, that'll be the thank you, you know, thank you for making a booking. Um, you know, we look forward to seeing you there. You know, we've sent you an email for, with further details, just something like that. And um, that unique page, you can then go and see how many unique visitors visited that page. And you can tell, okay, we had 30, um, you know, tour bookings on that page by looking at the unique URL. And so you need to set up conversions on your website for a whole host of different actions that you want people to take. Um, on um, one of the actions that you can measure is open morning registrations. Oh, sorry. Uh, the next thing that you can look at is prospectus downloads. Um, and you can look at um, tour bookings. Or you can even count calls to your enrollments team. Okay, and so after you do this for a little while, you kind of start to see that there's kind of a flow of actions. So maybe it would be that people first download the prospectus, then they kind of book to attend an open morning or do a tour booking, um, and then they put in the application forms, etc. So when looking at your conversions, you need to have an idea of um, if your landing pages are performing well and if you are continuously improving your performance on your landing pages and so what you need to look at is okay first of all the number of people that visited for example the tour booking page say you had a thousand people visit the tour booking page and of those people you got 30 registrations then you'll know that um, you have a three percent conversion rate and you can work to continuously improve that number Okay, so now that you have an idea, or now that your website is uh, targeted towards prospective families, and you now have an idea of how your conversions are doing, 
the next principle that we need to look at is your mobile um, friendliness or your mobile site performance. So in today's world, over 75% of web traffic is mobile traffic, actually. And that's a huge percentage. So what that means is that you actually need to be developing your website and all your content for mobile first and then taking into um, consideration anything for desktop. So when looking at the mobile performance of your website, there's two things that you need to know. You need to know what your ratio is, so the number of people visiting on um, mobile devices. And you also need to know your conversions per device. Okay, so it's important that you know your conversions per device because if, for example, on your tour bookings page, you notice that you have a 5% conversion rate um, on desktop, but only a 1% conversion rate on mobile, then you know that your mobile performance or your mobile user friendliness is not quite there and you need to make a few changes for them. Um, and that's important to look at on a regular basis. It's so easy because we work on our desktops at work, it's so easy to forget about mobile but I really encourage you that every time you create a new page or uh, email even to look at it on a mobile phone. Okay, the next principle that I want to look at is um, the metrics you need to know about for your website. Metrics. Okay, so there's a few metrics that you need to be aware of and um, I know that it can get pretty daunting looking at all these numbers, you can kind of get lost in the data, um, especially in marketing, there's data for everything and you can spend days and weeks looking through it trying to find, you know, some actionable points. But I'm just going to give you three main points that I think are important for your website metrics, more principles and points. The first thing that you want to look at, obviously, is your um, unique visitors and this is going to tell you how many people are visiting your site um, each month okay make sure that it's the unique visitors and not um, page views um, because page views will count every time someone visits and um, that number can get quite high the next thing that you want to do look at is your um, most popular pages Or content and um, the reason why this is important um, for example if you found out that your most popular page was prospectus and fees page what you would do is you'd actually go and put a link to the prospectus and fees page or put the information that's needed right dead center on the home page because you know that most people visiting your website are going to try and navigate to that, that web page. And so you want to put the most relevant content up home and um, you know up on the center of your website on the home page. And this just makes sure that your website is really user friendly and gives people what they are looking for. Um, it also helps you to um, generate ideas for new content. If you know that a specific blog post did really well, it will then um, help you to get ideas for blog posts in a similar category or um, you know touching on similar points. The next thing that you want to look at is the pages that generated the most um, visitors. 
Okay, so this is um, in Google Analytics, the way that you see which pages are generating the most visitors is by looking at landing pages. And the number of visitors for each landing page. So if um, you do any sort of search engine optimization, it's important that you look at the landing pages and how many visitors they are generating rather than just focusing on a keyword and your position. Because if someone is, um, say for example, your keyword is popular schools, um, you may think you're doing fantastic because you're ranking number one for popular schools. But at the end of the day, no one actually searched for that search result in um, Google last month. And so, you know, you're ticking the box and saying, well done, we're number one, but it's not actually generating any traffic for you. So the more accurate and long-term sustainable way to do this is to look at your landing pages and to see how many visitors you're getting, um, new visitors you're getting to your website because of that content. Okay, well that sums up my tips for your website management for your school. Um, please add in the comments below any um, tips that you have or things that you do that help you manage your school's website. And as I said before, I'd love to see you in the Facebook group or um, yeah, to uh, also remember to go and download the um, school's marketing toolkit every time I produce a video or a podcast, I add new resources to that toolkit that you'll get access to, ongoing access to. Okay, thank you.